You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Corey Parson had to step out for a moment. <laughs> so I'm here, I'm back on the Frenzy two days this week. Alongside Matt Modica, it's Wall Street, a perplexed Jake Seeley as well. What's up, Jakey Jake? What's going on, Greg? What uh, Actually, literally, what's going on? <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I've just... Needed, they needed to bring the right hander, so so here I am. Right. Uh, I'm, right. uh, I'm here. I, th- I thought you'd be more of a loogie than a right hander. A loogie? Come on, left left the only guy. Come on. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Scott still hasn't left the studio. <laughs> Scott's still here. I'm still here. The only person not in the studio is the host of the show. <laughs> everybody else, everybody else is here hanging out, ready to rock. Um, Jake, uh, what's going on with you? I'm ready to get rolling. It's hump day. It's kind of figuring out what we're doing today. <laughs> you know, you know, it's interesting when you can see on specifically on Wednesdays because Jake works really, really hard through the night to get the column out. You can see he's a little tired. You can you, you can see in his eyes. He's just like, oh. once he gets that column done on Tuesday nights, he can breathe again. But until then, can't you no, see it Wednesday in his nights? Face? Wednesday nights. Those Tuesday nights. Uh, yeah, I don't. No, Tuesday and Wednesdays. I'm not done till midnight, one ish in the morning. Both of those nights. Oh, I knew because Thursday, Thursday is a normal work day. Thursday is kind of like the breathing day. Friday is the real breather day. Right, right, then right. it lightens up. Right, I got gotcha. you. You can see it. How hard he worked in that call. So you can make sure you check it out. Uh, you can find the link on his Twitter page. Of course, it's at RotoExperts.com uh, for you to hashtag check the link. Uh, but it's it's always great stuff uh, from the all in kid. Uh, Just Jake, go for the gifts. Jake, do you have uh, Samaje Piranha's highest shot? <laughs> I, I can guarantee you, I don't want to see P. Ryan that high at all. Do you, believe, do, you, do you believe Samaje P. Ryan is a RB2 going forward inside the top 24? No, I think he's a fringe at best. Look, he's no more better than Rob Kelly. Rob Kelly doesn't even get 20 yards. You're just hoping for a touchdown. That and Chris was, Thompson's back. That, that was my point. Like, he's just not any better than Rob Kelly. And this is the point I tried to prove all day long. We had some congressional hearings today, Jake, just just catch you up on where we are. We had uh, we had Danny Woodhead come in front of our committee. Uh, we brought in Isaiah Corwell as well. And then Samaj P. Ryan with a strange Forrest Gump-like accent. Yeah, I was shocked. Um, I didn't know he was Forrest Gump. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know he was Forrest Gump either. Uh, but he joined us as well. We also heard a lot about his college career and how much he waited in at the combine. Squats. He did a lot of squats. I know that. And that's going to get him in the end zone. So, Samaj P. Ron eats a lot of box of chalk. That's pretty much what we were told yeah. today, Jake. And somehow that's going to get him in um, in the end zone. Jake, and he was a hostile witness. And he was a hostile witness. They got with our chairman. Take him down. Um, Jake. Sounds like I need to go back and watch the rest of Roto Experts in the morning. I think you do. I think that was actually only on radio only. Um, Jake, so today it's Wednesday. We're allowed to look toward this weekend now. I can ask you a start sick question now, correct? Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Can. I can. my rankings up. Thank God. Well, see, what I need, and it's very, very hard, when you have a flex position, right? So it's like a running back versus a wide receiver. I don't really know how to do that Like when I look at your rankings. So, you think about this. There's a flex tab. Flex tab. I guess it makes sense. 
<laughs> Damian Williams versus Devontae Adams. A tough matchup for Adams is, is my question. Think about it during the break. I want you to really breathe. And you know what? Add Ron Smith in there. Add him in there, too. Ron Smith, Damian Williams, Devontae Adams. Pick one! Corey's back next. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Headphones at insanely high levels right now. Fantasy executive. Shout out to Mr. Sussman for holding it down. Fantasy football frenzy right here. FNTSY Radio. Wall Street, Matt Matika, the accuracy expert, the all-in kid. You already know the fantasy executive. So let's get ready to get this started. <clears throat> I want to do spend the day talking some rest of the season stuff because you know the real popular thing that all the fantasy analysts, dudes like us, we always say this time of year. We take the names off. Didn't turn my headphones down now. <laughs> we take the na- It's kind of loud, Matt. We take the names off the uh, back of the jerseys. You know what I'm saying? Now, the thing about it is we really, I mean, it sounds better than said than it is done. It's easier said than done to take the names off the back of the jerseys, right? Before we get into that all-in kid, I think I have to ask you this. It's only fair. How do we feel? Because people going to the wire tonight. People went to the wire last night. Fab, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the leagues that we play in run tonight. How do you feel about Jamal Williams at this point? Oh, the same thing as yesterday. really hasn't changed much for me is the fact that he's a must-add. He's a must-own everywhere. He's going to be an RB2, but not an RB1, even with the volume for two different reasons. One, the offense isn't going to do him any favors with Brett Huntley at quarterback. And two, no matter how much I want to compliment on his moves, his ability in the passing game and the running game between the tackles, outside the tackles, catching the ball, pass block, like I can give him all the compliments in the world. The one problem he said yesterday, which you guys both laughed at, said there's no cure for, hopefully there is, is the Trent Richardsonitis. He's got to stop running to the back of the offensive lineman until he fixes that. He's not going to have that RB1 potential. Speaking of his moves, um, Matt, uh, the moves like Jagger. What, 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 what band was Mick Jagger in? That's the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones, okay. But, uh, <laughs> my, my problem with to make sure. Jamal Williams is how long is Ty Montgomery going to be out? Is it just going to be this week? I know this talk, he, he might play. I don't believe that. But say he's out this week. Does he come back the following week? So, I mean, and Green Bay is still, you know, they're fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, but you dudes, I mean, they're fighting for a playoff spot. We really don't think they can get that spot without Aaron Rodgers, do we? No, but, you know, they're still, I mean, you're still going to. Look, the Bills right now are a wild card team. Yeah, how about that? Buffalo Bills. Um, so, this is the, the league where I have the most, most fab left. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I have $299 left of fab out of 1000 Ezekiel Elliott, Kareem Hunt, Isaiah Crowell, who we're about to talk about, Devontae Booker, Rob Kelly, Deonta Foreman, Alpha Morris, so the running backs on that team. <clears throat> Let me repeat that. Zeke and Morris, Hunt and Crowell, Devontae Booker, stash of the year, <laughs> stashing cash, getting dangerously close to getting cut. Uh, Rob Kelly, who we probably can't cut now, he's on the IR. So I got a spot to add a running back. 
I got two ninety nine left in Fab, Jake. Do I empty the clip to go get Jamal Williams, who is available in this league? Yeah, what are you waiting for in week 11? I, somebody on Twitter asked me the same question. They're like, well, Austin Eckler's still available in my league, so I'm just waiting in case he takes over. Like, why? That's exactly what's happening with Jamal Williams. I don't understand what people are waiting for at this point of the year. I had somebody in one of my home leagues who tried to play the like weight game and didn't spend that much on Roz Smith, even though he lost Ezekiel Elliott and owned Alfred Morris. It's like, oh, let me put in $6 out of 100 to go get Alf, or Rod Smith, and then he missed out on it. Like, what are you waiting for at this point of the year? Matt's 100% right. Maybe Ty Montgomery comes back next week. But we've already seen this before with Aaron Jones. Ty Montgomery took multiple weeks, and then when he came back, it didn't matter because Aaron Jones had taken over, and Ty Montgomery was relegated to the complimentary piece, which is to go back to the preseason. You guys both know this. I said I expected Jamal Williams to take over and Ty Montgomery to become the complimentary piece because he is so good in the passing game, but he has his own flaws. So I don't understand what else you could potentially be waiting for. There's not going to be – I think what everybody thinks is similar to the greedy conversation we said with trades a week ago is now people are at this point thinking, like, I'm going to go get the next David Johnson off the waiver wire next week. He's probably owned already if he even is out there, the next DJ. Actually, I think that happened this year, but everybody's saying, like, week eight on, after week eight, who's going to be that running back this year? I think that happened uh, a couple of weeks prior to that. That was Jarek McKinnon. All right, so now let, 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 let's 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 get into this right here. So I'm looking through this waiver wire with this league where I got 299 in Fab. I got Zeke, I got Alf. On the wire is Rod Smith and Jamal Williams. I feel like I'd rather drop my 299 on Rod Smith. But then again, I told everybody about a month ago not to carry three Dallas Cowboy running backs. I'd be a hypocrite if I did I that. I think you passed that. We past that. Yeah, you're, you're past that. You gotta, you gotta set your team up for the playoffs and get into the playoffs. It's never going to be a situation, Jake, where I would use Alpha Morris and Rod Smith in the same starting lineup, especially with a team that has no. Kareem Hunt on it. So, no, Jamal Williams. Yeah, I just said that. I mean, yeah. over, even over Rod Smith. Yes. Right. I want to make <laughs> sure because Rod yes. Smith can catch. Dallas is going to be in the back. Dallas is going to be game scripted to become a dump off team. I think so. No, you just you, you sound like my like my mom, Corey. You sure you don't need anything from the store? <laughs> I'm good. You sure? I can. I'm stopping there. I'm, I'm good. I can pick you up. Like no, I'm good. Thank you. Yes. I, I, no, I, good. I just want to hear it again. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's me. You know, the reason why I have all this fab left because I'm exquisite in the way I draft teams. Well, now let me ask you a question. Do you need other – is there other uh, positions that you need to fill in this team? Well, here's the thing with this team. The, the, the wide receiver is a Golden Tate, Doug Baldwin, Ginn Jr., Macklin, Deshaun Jackson, Danny Amendola, Jamison Crowder. I would like to add I – would, I would like a wide receiver that I could put in the mix right here. The thing about it is, like, Bruce Ellington, Benny Fowler, Bryce Butler. I think Butler. you're good at wide receiver. I don't really see you I mean, I like, I like that you have Crowder still on your bench and stuff. I haven't cut him in. Yeah. And I think I'm starting to start putting him back in the lineup, so – Crowder was one of the guys that we're going to talk about a little bit later on in the program. But now that we're getting to talking on ROC, ROS, ROC is rock. It's rock nation. Or arrest of Corey. Well, arrest of Corey. <laughs> Which may not be long. Um, <laughs> um, I want to talk about my guy. And my guy is Isaiah Crowell. And I want to talk about Isaiah Crowell for the rest of the season. Because, listen, the last month, Crow is RB14 in PPR. It's, 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 a, it's a slow grind. He had weeks of four receptions. He's got weeks of six targets in the passing game. Scored a couple touchdowns. Do it. Snaps are going up it, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, it's, it's, Jake, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to 
it, you know, I, you did what you're doing. What I'm doing, you it, didn't delete his phone number. No, you're trying to you text him back, see what he's up to. Hey, I sent that email over the weekend, and I was like, "Well, if you ain't doing nothing Sunday night, I can, we could meet up after the game." And it, you know, it obliged. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So yep. you're right. I am doing it. I'm going back to the well with with, with the Crow Show because now I'm looking at Crowell, Jake, and I'm thinking about putting him in, in some of my lineups because he was in, he was out of my lineups for a good uh, three or four week span. So now I will start with my first rest of the season. Isaiah Crowell, Jake, or Tevin Coleman? Mm, uh, Tevin Coleman for me. It's the offense and the less split. I do I do think uh, Teron Ward is going to be involved, as we really? saw last week, and I don't think it's going to be Tevin Coleman getting 25 touches, but he's going to be the lead. Tevin Coleman involved in the passing game. That's the one thing. is he Isaiah Crowell can get written out of the game. Tevin Coleman's not going to be. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I got to go Tevin Coleman. Uh, the opportunity is his, we were kind of hoping for. Even if Ward gets whatever, you know, he'll get his touches, but I, I think Coleman's going to dominate the lion's share. And I'm always going to go Matt Ryan over Rock Heiser. Let me ask you, if, who thinks that, uh, anybody here think Devontae Freeman's going to the injured reserve? Not at this point. Yeah, I think they're going to try and hold off from that. But I think it's going to be multiple weeks that he misses. I think he probably needs to go to the injured reserve. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. see him going to the injured reserve, though. But he's playing with fire right now. So that young man needs to be careful. I understand he wants to be out there for the team. All right, so here we go. So that didn't work. Rest of the season. Matt Medica, Joe Mixon or Isaiah Crowell? Two AFC North running backs. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go Mixon. I just think it's his backfield. I think it's really close, though. I, I mean, if you wanted to go Crowell, I'll go Mixon, but very close. Jake, I'm looking at Crow's schedule rest of the way. Jacksonville, which is, you know, the great passing defense. You can run against them. Ooh, it's, no, you can't. It's getting better. Since they got Darius. Yeah, since they got Darius. It, they haven't allowed over 90 yards in the two games since they got Darius and are letting up just three yards per carry. All right, so that's so a Jacksonville matchup is not as good. Cincinnati, they got Cincinnati. They got the Clippers, which is the Chargers for you those of you who don't know. The Packers, the Ravens. Doesn't that make you always think that when you say yeah. LAC? LAC, I'm thinking it's the Clippers. Always, every single time. So I'm looking at Crow's rest of the season schedule. Kaiser playing better. I don't think the Browns don't win no games. Mixon, on the other hand, his schedule is quite similar. I don't know. Both of you gentlemen say Joe Mixon, though, right? I just don't think Mixon has really... Geo's kind of, like, vanished. And what's his name's on the IR? Mixon still has Denver, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Cleveland on the schedule. Hey, I don't even have Joe Mixon inside my top 20 this week. Here's the thing. Like, you know this. I, you know I love Joe Mixon for his talent. My problem is very touchdown reliant. I actually put him in the waiver column as a sell high, which pains me to do so. But the reality here is that offensive line is doing him no favors and is not going to do him any favors the rest of the season. I love his talent, but there's only so much you can do behind that kind of offensive line. It's all on his shoulders. It's all on him breaking out of play. It's all on him getting away from that offensive line. A matchup with Denver this week, you know, like I'm taking in this conversation, I'm taking Mixon. But as Matt said, I think it's very close for everything I'm saying right now. Like uh, this is why I think he's a sell high because I think a lot of people are out there looking at the pure points and the fact he's getting the touchdowns and not looking at his per touch basis, which has just been miserable, honestly. All right, we'll continue the Crow conversation. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Want to get you involved in the conversation? Also, get your phone calls. Get you ready for week number eleven of the season. The link is live. We'll hop into that a little bit later on. It's Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, 
you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Wednesday before week 11 of the fantasy football season. It's the fantasy football frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Shout out to all the league commissioners going to the strip club with the league fees, praying that they win the league. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, you guys. Corey? Stop. <laughs> but league safe. There you go right there. And I ain't been to commission in a little minute either. It's like a thankless job. Shout out to all the commissioners and real, real talk though, because it is a thankless job, and um, we support you and we and we uh we thank you for your for your work, even though we give you a lot of crap. So shout out to the commissioners. Yeah, I never done it, never want to do it, yeah. never will do it. Jake Seeley, you run how many leagues you run, Jake? The three flexes, my home league, and one other, so five. Yeah, how is it? Mostly good, but then you get people like Frank Stample texting you in the middle of the afternoon wondering when the trade deadline is when you can just check the site, check yeah. the link. You just look on the page, Frank. <laughs> it's right there, yeah. front and center. Uh, like I called them out. I, I do like that, too. I see how you dropped that right in there. That's pretty cool with an all-in kid. Anybody watching any college basketball besides me last night? I uh, saw a little of it. I saw a little bit, too. I saw both the top games. Would Not you? the entire parts of both, but I saw, enough of the, I saw enough of the Duke game and the Kansas game. Yeah, that Duke game was pretty good. Um, I just think that my buddy I, was at it. Huh? Oh, you went to my it. My buddy went to it. Oh, wait a yeah. minute, Jake. Which which uh um I don't want I, I don't know how to say this the right way because I don't want to put nothing on nobody that, that nothing didn't happen to. That was the older, the senior capel that passed away, right? Oh, I don't know. I was it. I, I if he was, I I missed that completely. I think who was the when when you were in ODU who was the basketball coach? That was Jason, the younger one, right? Right. Oh, oh, I think I don't know. All right, well, I look that up in the break. So, and then yeah, we'll get look. back to that. <laughs> I don't want to discuss that now because uh, I might might be stepping on. I, I don't know. I, I know. I know one of them passed away. So, let's get back to Isaiah Crowell and, and leave this alone. All right, here we go. This is going to be a good one because I want to see where Jake goes with this one. Isaiah, Isaiah Crowell or the man that Scott had 59 for the rest of the way, Dion Lewis. Oh, it's Isaiah Crowell. Yeah. I'm not, you know this. I'm not messing around with the backfield unless I have to. It's white in the PPR, and even it was discussed yesterday. Yeah. After last week, you got to feel less confident in it, but he's still the one that I would trust. Um, by the way, it was uh, Jeff Capel Jr. So... Hoops coach and father of Duke associate coach. That's the one. So that's there the old. Go. That's the okay. All right. So that's the older one. Very good. All right. So good. I feel. I mean, I mean, I don't like. I said. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't the the younger one. So no, that that was the ODU basketball coach, Jeff Capel Jr. That was him. So it that wasn't. Was the, it wasn't the yeah. older one. No, he was at sixty four. So okay. somewhat older. All right. Cool. Um. Yeah. Jason uh, Campbell is the younger. That's who I was thinking of. That's the younger one. That's the one I was thinking about too. All right. So, uh, condolences to the Capel family. Yeah, big, clear, clear. Yeah, absolutely. Big basketball family good down family. there, and, and yeah, good guys. Big basketball family down there in that Virginia, North Carolina area. All right, Matt Medica. Here we go. Your guy, Dion Lewis, or Isaiah Crowell, or the Crow Show. 
You have a little more tolerance for Patriots running backs than, than the rest of us do. Yeah, no. How does it work for you so far this year? I'll be honest. Jimmy White has worked for me, and I'm starting to get worried about it now. Gillis Lee was a donut. Um, uh, what's the other dude's name? Rex Burkhead, we really didn't see much of. Deion Lewis, we're just starting to see now. Gillis Lee had two draft champions. Yeah. No uh, regular league. No redrafts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, James White's been he's been wonderful, and Rex Burkhead uh, got me 15 points this week when I put him in a flex. So I've been fine with that. I'm going to go Crowell, but I think it's close. Okay, I mean, as long this is a team that's going to put up uh, is going to put up score points. Deion Lewis right now is their running back. He's the guy that's going to carry the ball 12 to 15 times every game. Gets to have a shot at running one in the end zone. So. I'll go Crow, but very close for me. Last one for the Crow show, then I want to move on to a wide receiver that I had ranked highly and want to see what you gentlemen think about him for the rest of the way. Last one for the Crow show. I think, Jake, I think you have to rank these then because it's two players for one position, and then it's Isaiah Crowell. So I'm talking about Alex Alex Morris. Oh, my Lord. Lord, who is Alex Morris? (laughs) 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 Alfred Morris, Rod Smith, Isaiah Crowell. Rest of the season. Mm, Crowell, Alfred Morris, Rod Smith. Okay, cool. You're going to put them. We don't. We don't have. We don't have clarity yet. Still, yeah. I don't think that game cleared up anything. And the fact is, we know Alfred Morris is going to get the first touches. We saw Rod Smith when they were down, but they were down quick. And yep. the Cowboys, if they're in contention, if they're leading the game, they're going to ride Alfred Morris. Is what we expect. And I wouldn't be surprised by that. And I wouldn't be surprised Alfred Morris having some better games. But to be the the concern I have with Crowell and Duke Johnson for where he can get written out, it takes a lot more for him to get written out than it looks like it will for Alfred Morris for them to turn to Rod Smith. And I know it's just one game, and he was droppable even before that game. I told people to go ahead and drop him if you needed help elsewhere. I'm still outside. If you're playing in mat size leagues or stuff like that, I'm still holding on to Darren McFadden because I just don't think he's 100% definitely out of the picture just yet. All right. Hmm. DMC. I don't think you're right. I don't think you can drop DMC yet, but you can't be feeling optimistic. Matt, you look well, at the depends. De- it depends for who. I mean, you okay. had to drop right. him for Jamal Williams. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some no of doubt. these guys no this week. Now, let me ask you a question. I didn't drop him for a Coleman or something like that. Rod Smith's okay. on the waiver wire. You going to drop DMC for him? You got to make the move tonight. You don't yeah, have I would to. do it. I would too. I would do it. I would drop DMC for Rod Smith. But what do you think about Crow versus these running backs the rest of the way, Matt? It's Crow versus Morris and Smith? Yeah. I'll go with Crow, but... You don't feel good about it? Yeah, no. I mean, look, cause it, it depends. How's the Dallas offensive line going to look going forward? Are, are we getting players back? I mean, I, 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 I don't we, know need, we need Tyron Smith back. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. We need him back. I, I, I Honestly, the guy, I, I'm going to say Crowell. I might go Smith second. I, I, I really, I, I don't know. I, I think the Cowboys' offense might be different going forward. I do like Dak. I think Dak's going to stop putting, you know, stop, stop putting that ball up, slinging it and winging it. So I do like Dak. So I mean, I guess Morris is the right one to say number two. Yeah. But I think Smith has more upside. The good Don Byrne has the telephone lines open for us. 844-843-6879. Telephone number to get involved. I want to head over to the wide receiver spot in a minute and talk about Amari Cooper. But first, I want to throw out to these gentlemen a trade I, propo- I proposed this morning. GST Auction League. I'm 7-3, and three, sitting in second place, chasing uh, Tony Sincata, who's 10-0 and 0 in that league. So I'm locked into the three seed right now because we got divisions in this league. I'm sure he wants to win that league. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you off the chain, man. <laughs> um, up next, right? So 
Last week, me and Chris, Chris has, you know, I believe he was an Aaron Rodgers owner or Deshaun Watson owner, so he has quarterback difficulties in this league. I have Dak Prescott and I have Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is trending in the right direction. Last week, we couldn't work nothing out because I was trying to get Darkwall off him to put him in my lineup immediately for that game against the Niners. He was like, nah, I'm playing Darkwall. So I was like, all right, cool. We don't have nothing here. So I get a text from Chris yesterday. I don't know if the text may have been a little bit hostile. The text was like, I need Ben Roethlisberger. Stop trying to. I need Ben Roethlisberger. Let's get something done. Take off the ski mask. And I'm like, whoa, you coming for me like that, Chris? Buddies, you know what I'm saying? I'm not holding a ski mask. So this morning, I woke up, got in studio. I said, you know what? They played them all night, so I'm going to be back and forth with Chris all day. Because I wouldn't want to send Chris, Ben Roethlisberger. But I need something back in return that I can put in my lineup also. Because I have James White, Tevin Coleman, and I traded for Aaron Jones. Now, Aaron Jones is a donut now. So now I got James White like kind of back in my lineup. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm a little bit worried about his touches, his snaps, his target. I need a running back for him, for, from him. So, Jake, I offered him Ben Roethlisberger for Deion Lewis straight up. That's, I think that's a fair deal. I, I wouldn't be going after Deion Lewis just because of the conversation we're having. I'm just not looking to put that frustration on my team, really, because it just you kind of want to start him, and then when you do, and he potentially gets left out. But at the same time, I don't know that you're going to get much better for Ben Roethlisberger, despite the fact for the next five games are at home, and that's what we want to see. People will need to realize – or far, they're finally starting to realize this year what's been the case with Ben Roethlisberger all along. He's an above-average quarterback. He's not great. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. Number one seed in the AFC right now. Chris has Leonard Fournette, Deion Lewis, um, Jonathan Stewart, Tariq Cohen's, Orleans Darkwall, and Lat Murray. So he has a solid running back core. Deion Lewis. Try to get Orleans Darkwa. You think I should still go for Darkwa? The Giants. I go for Darkwa for Lewis. I don't care. Look, I said this in the column for this week for the sleeper was is it's not Eli Mann's fault, at least fantasy purposes. 19 points in five of the last seven games. Arlene's Darkwa continues to be an RB2. It might not look pretty. This team is a joke and it's falling apart in every facet possible. And the defense has given up and doesn't want to play for McAdoo and all this type of things. The fact is, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Orleans Darkwa, Eli Manning are still producing fantasy wise. All right, Matt. So let's attack it this way. Should I be going for Darkwall or Deion Lewis? That's the first question. I'll probably go Lewis. Okay. I, I think, you know, I'm, I, I want the better offense, and, you know, I'm, I'm not so sold. So I'll, I'll go Lewis. Now if, I, now, if you're Chris Vaccaro and I just gave you that. I would take either one, though. If I needed a running back, I would take either of the two. So okay. I think it's kind of close. So. Do I need a running back? Okay, so, all right, bet. So here's the thing. He has Cutler right now. I'm, friends don't let friends start Jay Cutler. He has Cutler, Brett Hundley, and Jameis Winston. He's carrying three quarterbacks. You know what I always I'm say about he's carrying Cutler though this week? Well, Matt, we trying to make a trade. <laughs> <laughs> don't give him any ideas. We're trying to make a trade. We're going to we, stick with the narrative that friends don't let friends start Jay Cutler. So I'm the one that needs the running back help. Do you think he makes this trade? I think it does. I mean, if you want to saying take off the ski mask, yeah, yeah. he's going to do it. And he has to kind of, I kind of feel, I kind of feel the same way. So maybe I should see. I'm interested. Hey, Don Burns, can we put a poll up on Twitter and ask the people who I should target in my Roethlisberger trade? Should I target Dion Lewis or should I target Orleans Darkwell? Can you can you do that? Can you help me with that? I understand we don't have Jill today. I know this might be difficult. Um, 
but I, th- I think Don Burns can multitask. I'm sure Don Burns can multitask. I've seen him do it before. 844-843-6879. Still waiting here from you on the telephone lines. It's Fantasy Football Frenzy. When we come back, Amari Cooper, where does he stand the rest of the season? We'll let you know right here on the Frenzy. The award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Your home for fantasy sports is FNTSY Radio Fantasy Football. Getting you ready for week 11. We get ready to kick things off. As always on the Fantasy Football Frenzy, it seems like we are the program that is breaking news. And we got some news to break right now. A little bit of a shakeup, especially for some teams that I have. Because after the program is over, I'm going to have to get pretty serious about going to the waiver wire to fix some of my quarterback situations. Uh, Buffalo Bill head coach Sean McDermott has announced that Nathan Perriman will start this Sunday at quarterback. Once again, breaking news right here on FNTSY Radio. Head coach Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills has announced that Nathan Peterman will start this Sunday at quarterback. This comes right from the Buffalo Bills on Twitter. Matt Medica, you are a resident Buffalo Bill fan along with some other players right now. I had Tyrod Taylor on some teams, and he was going to be my quarterback going the rest of the way, especially in leagues where I played quarterback chicken. I don't understand why the Buffalo Bills do not like Tyrod Taylor. It baffles me. Now we got two different regimes. Now they're putting this guy on the bench. They're benching him for Nathan Peterman. Well, uh, three things I want to say here. One, they should have just kept uh, Watkins, never made that trade. They went out and made the trade for Kelvin Benjamin, which is not going to wind up paying off, and he'll just leave at the end of the year. Three... I will make you a quarterback snob before the season ends. <laughs> <laughs> and just for boot, I thought Peterman would get a shot at some point this season. I, you know, I was the negative guy in the Bills all year. I bought in for the last couple of weeks, and they just got shredded. And it's they want to see what they got here. I want to, I want a franchise quarterback. They have a ton of picks. Hopefully, even if they don't have a great pick, they uh, trade up and do get that franchise quarterback. If you look at the NFL, the AFC playoff picture right now, right now, all in, kid, the playoff picture in the AFC, mm-hmm. as soon as I can pull it up, I'll tell you what it is. The Bills are a wild card. If you look at it right now, they're not in the hunt this, for the first time like ever. Right now, currently, the, the Buffalo Bills are the sixth seed in the AFC playoffs. They would go to Kansas City if this was wild card weekend. But Tyrod Taylor has gotten them this far. In a year where they were tank, were supposed to be supposedly tanking, and now you strip the title away from him and replace him with Nathan Peterman. What's going on in Buffalo? 
I don't know. I'm not going to be able to explain what's going on there. You can all I can explain is the fact that the coach staff hates him, always has. It's kind of one of those situations. Maybe that's the problem here is they're just looking for excuses to get rid of him. And after last week's game and they brought in Peterman towards the end and now they think that's a good enough reason. Again, it doesn't make a lot of sense looking from the outside. And I don't think there's any explanation we can come up with that's going to make sense. So I don't know what they're doing, but I'm with you. I got to two or three leagues and they're all super flex leagues mm-hmm. where I got to go find another quarterback now. Yeah, now I got to go down to Jacoby Brissett, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, or maybe I go Nathan Peterman. Is Nathan Peterman? I'm sure you do, Jake. Is Nathan Peterman the answer for us? Or do we go with Brissett? No. I'd no. rather have Brissett. No. Yeah. My goodness, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. I don't understand this though. Wait, maybe, on, maybe, maybe you got, you got to help me. What's Percet's status? He's, he's, in the, he's, he, in, he's in the protocol, right? He might be in the protocol. Oh, my God. So much I got to do. I mean, I'd do. still rather have him. Yeah. Him, but so much I got to do. I got to figure this situation <laughs> out. So there you go right there. But, try, Jake, try to put me in the mind of, like, okay, you make this move going into week 11 on a team that's currently the sixth seed. Understand coming off a bad loss. Currently the sixth seed, right? A team that was tanking. You make a move at quarterback. You bench your starting quarterback. Does Peterman have this job the rest of the way? Uh, I don't see why he doesn't. Uh, you talk about it. Like they're in the playoff hunt right now, but I don't think they're expected to be in the playoffs. You, you said it at the beginning is that they were thinking about their talks. I don't know that they ever considered it. The players aren't going to always buy into that, but they talks about tanking to get a nice pick and move on and get some more talent with this team and making trades that we don't understand. So, I think that if he does anything adequate, you're not going to see Tyrod Taylor get this job back because the biggest thing was, was Taylor even going to come back to this team? And I don't think that was coming. Matt, so is the team trying to make the playoffs or are they trying to get this draft pick? I think originally what the, what the game plan was was build up as many draft picks, uh-huh. top draft picks as possible. The team overachieved. They were 5-2. and two, And they were put in a position where – they had a chance to get somebody. It was really only going to cost them a third round pick. Yeah. So they made that move on Benjamin. I mean, I really, I don't really care about a seventh round pick. Yeah. They, so they made that move on Benjamin. But I like the process that they have overall. They, I mean, all the scouting department, everything is brand new. Yeah. But I, I don't like this move. I, regardless, if you don't want to go with Tyrod Taylor, at least keep him in. Let him have the and, season. Well, they don't even give them the whole season. Let's give them another couple of weeks, and instead of five and four now, they're you know five and seven, and then let Peterman get the last four games. You get a look at him. You still get a look at him. I feel like the Buffalo Bills are making all the right moves this season. Like I saw an article of a day, I believe it. I don't know if it, I forgot exactly what it, it might have been a ringer, but it was like what they're doing in Buffalo right now is the ideal way to rebuild. This right here, this, I, I I don't get this Tyrod Taylor thing. Well, uh, the only way I like it. As a Bills fan, is I, I'm a little jealous of Jake's team. I'd rather be one and eight mm. than the five and four they're in because I just don't see this team. There's not enough talent on it. You could steal a few games here and there and overachieve for a little bit, but like baseball has the 162. The NFL, that's 16 games. Over the course of that season, it's going to play out. The talent's not there. Jake, when you look at the pieces around Mr. Peterman now, he takes over as the Buffalo Bills starting quarterback. Obviously, the addition of Kelvin Benjamin is big. But the really is what we look about here right here is Shady McCoy in the running game. How do you think this affects these two players? I think it's a downtick for everybody, honestly. You look at his play and the fact it's just what it comes out to Peterman. I don't have a lot of confidence in him as a quarterback, and I think that 
with Tyrod Taylor. There's all, there's two factors here. And I'll have a lot of confidence as Peter McCumman, especially as young and unexperienced as he is. And two, the change in offense. He's not the same type of quarterback as Tyrod Taylor. Not a lot of quarterbacks are. So that's not a surprise to anybody out there listening to this and that I'm saying it. So you have to wonder what's going to happen to the offense that's also trying to acclimate itself to the arrival of Kelvin Benjamin. So maybe he performs some type of rapport because he's more of a pocket passer than Tyrod Taylor with some type of balance with Kelvin Benjamin, and we can see some value there. But I think it's going to hurt everybody involved. You have to downtick. For this week alone, at least you also have to uptick the Charger defense. And here's another thing with McCoy. I agree that it's a downtick on this. And it's kind of been all season. Last year, there was pretty much primarily out of the shotgun yep. and stuff. And that's where McCoy really was killing it in his yards per carry. And this year, it's just a different offense. And you know, for the Bills, it's it's a it's just they got put in a position they that for a team that where they're going, you don't want to be. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine telephone number to get involved with the fantasy football frenzy. When fantasy sports news breaks, you know where to go. FNTSY Radio. Let's head out to the phone lines right now. Let's hop down to Florida and talk to my man Eric. Eric in Florida. Good morning. Welcome to the fantasy football frenzy. The news doesn't stop breaking, brother. How's it going? How's the guy doing this morning? Doing good, Eric. How can we help you? I guess I'm a Devonta Freeman owner, and I I picked up Burkhead, uh, Jamal Williams, nice. and uh, Pirine. You got all three. How'd you pull that off? I just they were just sitting down waivers. Everybody's now didn't pick them up. I was sitting there early in the morning, so I was wondering, can I pair them up with Fournette, or should I make a trade for like Alex Collins or GMC? You trying to you trying to you picked up all of these players and you trying to deal them? Well, I don't know what, what like it depends on what the rest of your roster and what your league mates have and what position that they are trying to go to. But right now, who are your team starting running backs? This is a ten or twelve team league, Eric. Uh, all I all I have right now is what I had to have was Fournette and Freeman. I lost Freeman. Okay. I mean, it's tough to trade guys you just pick up. I know. I mean, you know, unless there was somebody, if it was like a wait. I don't really know what you're going to get. I mean, you could try it, but I, I'm, the person's going to be like, you just took this guy off the waiver. If I, if I wanted him, I would have got him. What do you think about an all-in kid, what Eric is trying to do? You agree with Matt, right? Yeah. Anytime. That's what we're going to deal with. This, unless they were asleep at the wheel or didn't realize it and you just happened to beat them to the punch, then there's some value there. But it's always going to be depressed. If you have somebody on your roster that's a similar value to that player – I would just trade the other one because, to Matt's point, it's not only the fact that they could have got him, but maybe, again, you maybe you beat them to the punch. They're still going to probably not want to give it up because they're going to have that little inner turmoil of, oh, I could have got him anyway, so I don't want to trade for him now. So just trade the other person instead. Eric, set your best lineup this week. Re, re, uh, re, re, uh, set your best lineup this week, and then before the trade deadline, see if you can get a deal. Let's see what these running backs do. Eight four four eight four three six eight never six eight seven nine. What's up, Matt? I just uh, if the Bills were going to possibly do this, why didn't they trade trade him at the break? That makes sense too. Let's go out to Taco in Alabama. Taco, good morning. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. How you doing this morning, brother? Pretty good. How about you guys? Doing well, thank you. I've got a trade question uh, and also a start set question. Uh, Trey, I, I got a trade offer in the doctor this morning. Uh, me trading away Corey Davis for Marvin Jones Jr. Hmm, it's an interesting one. Now, mind you, Taco plays in a 14-team point-and-a-half PPR? Yes. Trading away Corey Davis, bringing back um, 
Marvin Jones Jr. All in, kid. What do you think about this one? I pass unless I need Marvin Jones to start for me. If I need a wide receiver right now, I'll take it. But Corey Davis still has more upside after this week. It's a terrible matchup this week. But after this week, I, I don't see that. I see his ceiling being higher than let Marvin me, Jones. Let me ask you this, uh, Taco. You're, you're, you're one of your top teams in your league, right? Yes. Yeah, so you can I, you can I, continue to play the long game with Corey Davis, right? Yeah, I've had Corey Davis for about four weeks now, mm-hmm. just, or three weeks, I think, just sitting on him, hadn't started him yet. My starters so far have been uh, usually Devontae Parker, uh, Manarius Thomas, and then I, I kind of switch between Muhammad Sanu and uh, Juju. What do you think, Matt? Look, you've been waiting on Davis, and I'm waiting on Davis, and I agree to match up this week. Then he gets to 10 days, and it really opens up. But what's kind of, it depends on, it depends on where, how your wide receiver roster is because, I mean, Marvin Jones has gotten it done consistently this year. All right, so here you go, FNTSY Radio. Didn't hear from the beginning of the segment. Tyrod Taylor has been replaced as a starting quarterback by Nathan Peterman for the Buffalo Bills. Continue to react with that when we come back. Plus, I got my man Truck Rick. I see you. Hang on. It's Fancy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. The keys to your fantasy football success lie right here at FNTSY Radio. Fantasy football frenzy. Once again, breaking news. Buffalo Bills quarterback Tyrod Taylor sent to the bench. Sean McDermott announced this morning they're going with Nathan Peterman. Give you some updates on that when we come back in hour number two. But I want to shut it down this morning in the first hour. Let's head out to the telephone lines and bring in my guy, Trucker Rick. Trucker Rick, good morning. How you doing? Oh, Trucker Rick left. Wonderful. All right, so here we go. So I'm doing a little real estate on my uh, team that's doing very well, play quarterback chicken, down the Tyrod Taylor. That's in my starting lineup. I have Brett Hundley on my bench, and I have Jacoby Brissett, waiver claim, and waiver claim, and that should run tonight. So tomorrow morning, the quarterback – well, I can't get to tomorrow morning now because news break. I got to react now. So the quarterback's on the waiver wire, Deshaun Watson. He's not going to give me nothing. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. Eli Manning, Blake Bortles, Andy Dalton, Case Keenum, Jay Cutler, Joe Flacco, and the 30 for 30 guy, C.J. Beathard, <laughs> C.J. Beathard. All right, here we go. Matt Medica, is there a rest of the season option in these names? Once again, Brissett, Manning, Bortles, Dalton, Keenum, Cutler, Flacco. I, I want to try to grab two of them. The, the, I got $3 in fab. You got three dollars in fat, huh? 
That's gonna be difficult to do. Yes. You might be able to get reset for a buck because yeah. he's on a buy and he has uh he's in possibly in protocol. And then maybe grab Eli. I mean Eli's gonna chuck the ball. I mean this week he was Start Eli against the uh, Chiefs. You can't throw against Kansas City, and they're going to have to throw the ball anyway. How am I supposed to play this out all in, kid? Is there, there's not a rest of the season option in this, right? The only one that I would even consider as rest of the season option is, honestly, Eli. I go back to it. Mm. I said 19-plus points in five of the last seven games. He has two down games, but what are you going to find at this point? I would rather do what Matt said and try to play the matchups with two of them. But if you're only trying to get one – of all of those, the only person that I'd feel okay about, and that's not great about, is Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Look at this. this and we come right back. We've come full circle because you see how they trolled me with the Eli Manning jersey? Now they're trying to troll me again with a team that I it's think... It's foreshadowing, I can... Corey. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> You're going to need him before the year's over. Unbelievable. It's like Ted Finn's crystal ball of muddy water. <laughs> maybe, maybe, okay, do I do we need to get Emory Hunt, the Zard, the playbook on the phone and talk about Peterman and his skill set? Maybe Peterman has something moving forward that we can go with? Uh, everything everything that most people are saying is, you know, Peterman, it's people are blaming Dennison. I'll say this about Tyrod Taylor. I've been a Ty, I've called him Ty God, I've been a fan of him. I would have liked him, you know, I thought Watkins, if he stayed in Buffalo this season, with, with Tygott who could throw him the ball, not afraid to throw him the ball, throws a very good deep ball. Problem is, he doesn't have a touch pass. He's always had that problem. He's never been a guy that, you know, that's his one strength and he can run. So, oh, look, I, I think it's a disaster what's going on. I would have not have benched him at this point. I would have waited for them to, you know, maybe lose another couple of games. If I'm him, I actually made the decision to pass on Watson, looking real smart, huh? Yeah, I know, right? How about that? Now you got to take that into consideration. Also, looking at Eli Manning's schedule for the rest of the season, I'm gonna go pull it up right quick before we head out and end down, shut down hour number one. Eli Manning rested away has the Kansas City Chiefs, the DC Football Team, Oakland, America's Team, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Arizona Cardinals. It's not bad. Oh my goodness! I got, I would hate to win this championship with Eli Manning. I wouldn't with anybody. You <laughs> <laughs> become a new best friend. <laughs> oh man, do I have to do this with Eli? It never. I thought I was done with Eli Manning in the New York Giants for this year. One and eight. They still haunt me. Now I may have to rely on the right arm of Eli Manning to bring me a fantasy football championship. Hour number one, fantasy football frenzy in the books. Hour number two coming up. We continue to go rest of the season. And we take our first look at the link. It's the frenzy on FNTSY Radio.